Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the CF4 Nations broadcast. This morning's 8 a.m. service clip is talking about Matthew, the 25th chapter. And I hope that this clip will be a blessing to you and that you can share this message with someone. So just hold on a minute. And I hope you're blessed by the word. Unto me. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was a hunger, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in. Naked, and ye clothed me not. Sick and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they, shall they also answer him, saying, Lord... When saw we thee a hunger or thirst or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer to them saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. You may be seated. If I would choose for a topic this morning, it's hide and go seek. (laughs) Hide and go seek. Many of us remember hide and go seek as a child. (laughs) Everyone is saying somebody had to be picked as you're it. Nobody wanted to be it because it was a tedious task to have to run after 10, 12 children in a large yard, small yard, looking for everybody, and you're getting exhausted trying to find the person who would be next it. Mm. So in this life as a Christian, we live a life of hide and go seek. And we find that all of us are God's children playing in the yard, and nobody wants to be it. In the book of Matthew, it talks about God's kingdom and the afterlife, which we sometimes forget that there's going to be an accountability for us in the afterlife. Some of us us may believe that we may evolve and uh, transform into a tree or that we may come back as another person or any other beliefs, but our Bible teaches us that there is an afterlife that you're accountable for for the works that you do here on earth. So it's not enough just to get saved. Salvation is free, but in this passage, Jesus is talking about the works that you put in for the family. And the reason why God said, hide and go seek, he said, seek me while I may be found. Meaning I'm giving you an opportunity to find me so that you can clothe me, that you can feed me, that you can visit me while I'm in prison. Jesus said, help others that are less fortunate. And God isn't pleased when we discriminate or we make excuses not to help people. And the thing with our, um, our sermons sometimes, we get wrapped around talking about getting the blessing, obtaining the blessing, and getting more blessings. But we get these blessings so that we can go and seek the family. They're all a part of our family. 
Because when we seek them, we find him. The Bible talks about in Proverbs, the 19th chapter and 17th verse. He said, whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord. You're loaning to the Lord. And I'm like, well, how in the world are you going to loan to the Lord? He has everything. But in the essence of that, you don't know who you are doing for. You don't know who you're helping. So people that you go out and help should mostly be people that you don't even know. And we know that angels are in this realm and we don't know who they are. So how does God find this information out about what we do? Because the angels are reporting what we do. They're going before the Father and they're making note. There is a book that is laid out in heaven. And is your name going to be found in that book? Mm. Hebrews, the sixth chapter, the tenth verse said, God is not unjust. He will not forget your works and what you have done and what you, how you have shown him as you have helped his people. And God intends for us to be help for us to help one another to to meet the need of the person not to come into church and just get the word for yourself not to get a good job and be blessed and pay tithes for yourself go out and find someone that's in need because when you do that you are serving god jesus kept with these parables talking about how you will always have the poor among you. So there would not be any excuse that as to why you didn't reach out a helping hand to help somebody that was less fortunate than yourself. Uh, we get into racial conflicts when we say our people are poor or our people have a greater need than another race of people. God is not pleased with that. God does not discriminate when he showers his love on the just and the unjust. The Bible tells us that uh, we are all one family. We are all knit together yes. through the love of God. And when somebody sees that you are coming to feed and clothe them, you don't know how many nights that they spent crying or praying to a God that they weren't even sure about. There are people who have doubts. Of the, is there a God? Does God love me? But when they see you coming, not knowing who you are, out of the blue, and you're feeding them, clothing, clothing them, and visiting them, they know that's a testimony and a, that God is glorified. Our ministry shouldn't be just about our name in headlight, in, in lights. Our ministry shouldn't be about the number of people that we see in a congregation that comes to hear us preach or uh, do whatever we do in the church body or for us to get a pat on our backs from our peers in church or family. These are people that we don't know or have not yet encountered. So the evangelism part must be at work in the body of Christ. Do I have a church here this morning? See, we've gotten sidetracked some way thinking that it was about riches in our glory. It's about glorifying God and him sending, being the source, and that we are a distribution and resource for the people of God, for the extended family, for those that we go out and go hide. They hide some hide from us, but we got to go and seek them, y'all. We got to go and seek them. They're our family members, and you know what? We are it. We are it. You may get a little exhausted running around that tree trying to find the one that has a, a dependency 
upon a substance or something. You may get tired of running after them and telling, look, you need to get this together. Can, how can I help you? How can I meet the need? Or we see people and we try to discriminate. Oh, they don't really need nothing. They're just out here getting money. That's none of our business. Our business is when our heart is touched to give. There was a time in my life that if it had not been for certain agencies to help me, homeless, come on somebody. And in the midst of going through that, I knew there was a God. Nobody heard my prayers but God. Nobody hears these people's prayers but the Lord. But when they see you coming, they know that you have been sent by God. That is the ministry and testimony of being a Christian. Hallelujah. And then in the great by and by, and everybody talks about the judgment. The great shepherd is coming. And he's not coming in his flesh. He's going to come in all his glory. Hallelujah. The Bible says every eye will see him. So that's going to be a great harvest of the unjust and the just. Hallelujah. He has the sheep and the goats right now on this realm right here that we call church or what we call earth. This is the, this is the field. The shepherd is watching. But when he comes back, y'all, he coming back. With the goats on one side and the sheep, and it's a great harvest going up. He's not coming back in his flesh to walk on this earth to redo anything because he said it was finished on the cross. He gave you the power. He gave you the source. He gave you the anointing. He gave you the Holy Spirit. So what excuse will we have? Hallelujah. And it says that when we get to the great throne, the throne of grace will be eliminated for the throne of judgment. Hear what I'm saying. There will be no more grace. No need for grace. And we'll re- hey, wait, where are you going? Stay put. We'll be right back. Enjoy the show.
listeners, thank you so much for listening to the Anchor FM CFR Nation's broadcast show. And to get the best listening experience, all you need to do is open up in the Anchor FM app. Sure that there are other platforms that you can listen through, but why not enjoy the full experience of the show with the musical interludes and the selected ministry of music that's in between? Go ahead and listen through the Anchor FM app. You can download Anchor FM through Google Play, iPhone, and just enjoy the show. All right. Don't go anywhere.
unto me. Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed, into everlasting fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels. For I was a hungered, and ye gave me no meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and ye took me not in. Naked, and ye clothed me not. Sick and in prison, and ye visited me not. Then shall they, shall they also answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hunger or thirst or stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer to them, saying, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye did it not to one of the least of these, ye did it not to me. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. You may be seated. If I would choose for a topic this morning, it's hide and go seek. Hide and go seek. Many of us remember hide and go seek as a child. Everyone is saying somebody had to be picked as you're it. Nobody wanted to be it because it was a tedious task to have to run after 10, 12 children in a large yard, small yard, looking for everybody, and you're getting exhausted trying to find the person who would be next it. So in this life as a Christian, we live a life of hide and go seek. And we find that all of us are God's children playing in the yard, and nobody wants to be it. In the book of Matthew, it talks about God's kingdom and the afterlife, which we sometimes forget that there's going to be an accountability for us in the afterlife. Some of us, some of us may believe that we may evolve and trans, uh, transform into a tree or that we may come back as another person or the, any other beliefs, but our Bible teaches us that there is an afterlife that you're accountable for for the works that you do here on earth. Right. So it's not enough just to get saved. Salvation is free, but in this passage, Jesus is talking about the works that you put in for the family. And the reason why God said hide and go seek, he said seek me while I may be found. Meaning I'm giving you an opportunity to find me so that you can clothe me, that you can feed me, that you can visit me while I'm in prison. Jesus said help others that are less fortunate. And God isn't pleased when we discriminate or we make excuses not to help people. And the thing with our, um, our sermons sometimes, we get wrapped around talking about getting the blessing, obtaining the blessing, and getting more blessings. But we get these blessings so that we can go and seek the family. They're all a part of our family because when we seek them, we find him. The Bible talks about, in Proverbs, the 19th chapter and 17th verse, he said, whoever is kind to the poor lends to the Lord. You're loaning to the Lord. And I'm like, well, how in the world are you going to loan to the Lord? He has everything. But in the essence of that, you don't know who you are doing for. You don't know who you're helping. So people that you 
go out and help should mostly be people that you don't even know. And we know that angels are in this realm and we don't know who they are. So how does God find this information out about what we do? Because the angels are reporting what we do. They're going before the Father and they're making note. There is a book that is laid out in heaven. And is your name going to be found in that book? Mm. Hebrews, the sixth chapter, the 10th verse said, God is not unjust. He will not forget your works and what you have done and what you have, you have shown him as you have helped his people. And God intends for us to be help for us to help one another to to meet the need of the person not to come into church and just get the word for yourself not to get a good job and be blessed and pay tithes for yourself go out and find someone that's in need because when you do that you are serving God Jesus kept with these parables talking about how you will always have the poor among you. So there would not be any excuse that as to why you didn't reach out a helping hand to help somebody that was less fortunate than yourself. Uh, we get into racial conflicts when we say our people are poor or our people have a greater need than another race of people. God is not pleased with that. God does not discriminate when he showers his love on the just and the unjust. The Bible tells us that uh, we are all one family. We are all knit together yes. through the love of God. And when somebody sees that you are coming to feed and clothe them, you don't know how many nights that they spent crying or praying to a God that they weren't even sure about. There are people who have doubts. Of the, is there a God? Does God love me? But when they see you coming, not knowing who you are, out of the blue, and you're feeding them, clothing, clothing them, and visiting them, they know that's a testimony and a, that God is glorified. Our ministry shouldn't be just about our name in headlights, in, in lights. Our ministry shouldn't be about the number of people that we see in a congregation that comes to hear us preach or uh, do whatever we do in the church body or for us to get a pat on our backs from our peers in church or family. These are people that we don't know or have not yet encountered. So the evangelism part must be at work in the body of Christ. Do I have a church here this morning? See, we've gotten sidetracked some way thinking that it was about riches in our glory. It's about glorifying God and him sending, being the source, and that we are a distribution and resource for the people of God, for the extended family, for those that we go out and go hide. They hide, some hide from us, but we got to go and seek them, y'all. We got to go and seek them. They're our family members, and you know what? We are it. We are it. You may get a little exhausted running around that tree trying to find the one that has a a dependency upon a substance or something. You may get tired of running after them and telling, look, you need to get this together. How can I help you? How can I meet the need? Or we see people and we try to discriminate. Oh, they don't really need nothing. They're just out here getting money. That's none of our business. Our business is when our heart is touched to give. There was a time in my life that if it had not been for certain agencies 
to help me, homeless. Come on, somebody. And in the midst of going through that, I knew there was a God. Nobody heard my prayers but God. Nobody hears these people's prayers but the Lord. But when they see you coming, they know that you have been sent by God. That is the ministry and testimony of being a Christian. Hallelujah. And then in the great by and by, and everybody talks about the judgment. The great shepherd is coming. And he's not coming in his flesh. He's going to come in all his glory. Hallelujah. The Bible says every eye will see him. So there's going to be a great harvest of the unjust and the just. Hallelujah. He has the sheep and the goats right now on this realm right here that we call church or what we call earth. This is the, this is the field. The shepherd is watching. But when he comes back, y'all, he coming back. With the goats on one side and the sheep, and it's a great harvest going up. He's not coming back in his flesh to walk on this earth to redo anything because he said it was finished on the cross. He gave you the power. He gave you the source. He gave you the anointing. He gave you the Holy Spirit. So what excuse will we have? Hallelujah. And it says that when we get to the great throne, the throne of grace will be eliminated for the throne of judgment. Hear what I'm saying. There will be no more grace. No need for grace. Right. It will re- 